Welcome back to episode 50 of Mocha's Jams, and we are going to delve into some spooky poems. And, you know, the first poet is really uh, a Jamaican-American writer and poet, born in 1890, died in 1948, Claude McKay. He was a central figure in the Harlem Renaissance, so his poetry is going to be different type of spooky because you know back in the Harlem Renaissance days some things that were scary was like what we're still dealing with <laughs> here in 2022 we'll get into that um, he was born in Chicago Illinois and his education was in Kansas State College and Tuskegee Institute so that probably formed him as a writer as well. So welcome back here to our our next episode. Um, we're going to get into two or three poets talking about different poems that can be scary and fear can take on different things. It's not just what bumps in the night. It could be some real life stuff as well. So thank you for being here and let's get into this poetry. Correction. Claude McKay was born in Jamaica (laughs) and he died in Chicago, Illinois. So I just want to correct that before I get into this poem. And it's called Outcast. Hmm. This is crazy. This is an outcast poem. (laughs) So let's get into this. For... This is a episode excerpt of it. For the dim regions whence my fathers came, my spirit bondaged by the body longs, words felt but never heard. My lips would frame, my soul would sing forgotten jungle songs. I will go back to darkness and to peace, but the great western world holds me in fee, and I may never hope for full release. While its ailing gods, I bend my knee. Something in me is lost, forever lost, some vital thing that has gone out of my heart. And I must walk, walk the way of a life, a ghost among the sons of earth, a thing apart. For I was born far from my native clime, under the white man's minutes, out of time. Whoa, (laughs) this poem right here is very, very interesting because... Basically, you can tell just by the language he's using words like dim regions, like dimming. When some when light dims, it goes kind of dark, right? He's talking about his spirit. He's talking about his words have felt but never heard. So maybe he's feeling these words in his bones, but he's never been able to frame them because he says, my lips would frame, but they've never been heard. And he goes back to talking about his soul talking about darkness but wanting peace and the great western world what that holds him in a fee wow now this is a deep poem and that could be scary too I mean can't imagine for men of color during that time that's kind of creepy knowing that you owe somebody a fee just because you were born a certain race or creed right anyway 
that's that poem. And the next poem that I'm reading is definitely a different type of spooky poem that talks about a different subject that is so very important. Sylvia Plath was an American poet, novelist, and short story writer. She's credited with advancing the genre of confessional poetry. Woo, I didn't even know it had a title. Okay, Sylvia, thank you for that. And known for two of her published collections. Um, her first collection was called The Collis and Other Poems in 1960 and Ariel in 1965. She had another semi-autobiographical um, novel called The Bell Jar. She was born in 1932 and she died in 1963, age 30. Um, she went to Smith College and the University of Cambridge and she was married. Um, so we are going to get into this poem. It's called Mad Girl's Love Song. And it touches upon something that's scary for so many people, which I'll talk about the subject after I read the poem. I shut my eyes and all the world drops dead. I lift my lids and all is born again. I think I made you up inside my head. The stars go waltzing out in blue and red. An arbitrary blackness gallops in. I shut my eyes and all the world drops dead. I dreamed that you bewitched me into bed and sung me moonstruck, kissed me quite insane. I think I made you up in my head. God topples from the sky, hell's fire fades, exit seraphine and Satan's men. I shut my eyes and all the world drops dead. I fancied you returned the way you said, but I grow old and I forgot your name. I think I made you up inside my head. I should have loved a thunderbird instead, and at least when spring comes, they roar back again. I shut my eyes, and all the world drops dead. I think I made you up inside my head. They say that this poem is about her struggle with mental illness, and, um, you know, the poem is grounded in, you know, it's, it's like going back and forth between reality and some other space. And as a woman who has family members that have struggled with mental illness, it seems like, you know, like certain voices speak to them and they, you know, their, imag their imagination. And I think in this poem... Sylvia is painting a picture of what it is like somebody thinking that something's made up inside their head, not knowing if something's real, and not knowing what environment or space you're you're operating from. So that that can be true horror for some people. Um, these are not traditional Halloween poems. Don't worry, I will <laughs> I will get you guys some stronger. Poems, but I want to do something non-traditional for this, this spooky, scary poems of reality. Reality is what this is. The last poem is by Robert Irving Howard. The poem is called Dead Man's Hate. Ooh. They hanged John Farrell in the dawn amid the marketplace. At dusk came Adam Brand to him and spat 
upon his face. Ho, neighbors all, spake Adam Brand. See ye John Pharaoh's fate? Tis proven here a hempit noose is stronger than man's hate. For heard ye not John Pharaoh's vow to be avenged upon me? Come life or death, see how he hangs high on the gallows tree? Yet never a word the people spoke in fear and wild surprise. For the grisly corpse raised up his head and stared with sightless eyes. And with strange motions, slow and stiff, pointed at Adam Brand and clambered down the gibbet tree, the noose within his hands. With gaping mouth stood Adam Brand like a statue carved of stone, till the dead man lay a clammy hand hard on his shoulder bone. Then Adam shrieked like a soul in hell. The red blood left his face and reeled away and drunken, run through the screaming marketplace. And close behind, the dead man came with a face like a mummy's mask, and the dead joints cracked and the stiff legs creaked with their unwanted task. Men fled before the flying twain or shrank with bated breath, and they saw on the face of Adam Brand the seal set there by death. He reeled on buckling legs that failed yet on, and he fled. So through the shuddering marketplace, the dying fled the dead. As the riverside fell, Adam Brand with a scream that rent the skies. Across him fell John Farrell's corpse, nor ever the twain did rise. There was no wound on Adam Brand, but his brow was cold and damp, for the fear of death had blown out his life as a witch blows out a lamp. His lips were wrist in a horrid grin like a fiend on Satan's coals. And the men that looked on his face that day, his stare still haunts their souls. Such as was the fate of Adam Brand, a strange and earthly fate. For stronger than death or hemp noose are the fires of a dead man's hate. Whoa, this is a deep poem. I, I <laughs> see... Whoa, I did not know what I was about to get into with this poem. This this is creepy in that, that like, soulful way. A dead man's hate, y'all. I mean, oh, my God. Uh, this poem was written in 1930. And, and this is very deep because I'm pretty sure a lot of people during a time when people were being hung and they feel so much hatred and he's writing from a certain standpoint. This writer is writing from a certain standpoint to paint that picture. What I love about it is that it gives you the full picture of how the dead man hung and how the other person who hated him so much, <laughs> how was what's his reaction. A lot of figurative language and a lot to give you the thought of people that were observing this situation. Honorable Mention is a poem called I Felt a Funeral in My Brain by Emily Dickinson. You can look that one up. Um, is is a creepy poem. I never <laughs> wrote any creepy poems, so maybe I should should get me get my pen ready. But anyway, I hope you like this series of creepy poems. We will do some Halloween poems later in the month, but I thought I'd give you a taste of what's out there for us to explore. 
I hope you enjoyed yourself and I will talk with you on the next episode of Mocha's Jams. Be well, stay poetic. Thank you.